Welcome to Behavior Babes Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. It's important to have an elevator speech. It's also incredibly important to know who your audience is. And Skinner talks a lot about audience control. Let's take a listen back to April of 2015, where I am sitting at the state capitol alongside another advocate for individuals with autism. And we are asked by Representative Jean Ward to explain what autism is, what the insurance services might look like, what applied behavior analysis would target, and what it could mean for the future of individuals if we were to pass autism insurance reform and the companion bill, which is licensure for behavior analysts. Just to flash ahead in case you don't know, we were successful in passing this legislation and it went into effect in January of 2016. But these were some of the conversations we had along the way. Absolutely. Thank you for the question. Um, individuals who receive access to applied behavior analysis stand to benefit at any age. And this is evidence up through age 80 and 90. The thing is, we don't really have the funding sources asking us to demonstrate that effectiveness on a large scale. And so you'll see very little research demonstrating that effectiveness at that age. However, there are some studies in gerontology and other special interest uh, relations and groups uh, that apply applied behavior analysis. Uh, to autistic populations as well as outside the autism spectrum. 100% of individuals who receive access to ABA make progress. 100% is what the data will tell you. 50% of them could have the opportunity to achieve uh, full recovery is how it's described or talked about. For some of it, ABA means the American Bar Association. Sorry. Could you? My point is, what actually does this therapy do? Sure. Thank you for that. Uh, we make assumptions. It's our world. Um, I apologize for that. Applied behavior analysis is the science of studying the environment to see its relation to your behavior and how we can increase or decrease that behavior. If you're an individual who's not communicating, we will take some items that you are really highly motivated for, give you the words or the language or the gesture for it, put it just out of reach, and expect you to ask for that. So then you may receive it. It could look very intensive, recommended as 40 hours per week for individuals who are on the severe end of the spectrum. For an individual like the, um, the daughter that I heard the, the man mention, um, I would imagine that that kind of service would be at a much lower frequency or density, and I, I will, you know, defer to him to get Could you that. give me the street language of that? Street language. The, some children receive... The environment? Sure. Some children receive uh, an hour and a half a week and some receive 40. As, as evidenced and mentioned by Ann Lau, that is what is recommended by the doctors, and that's determined by the individuals who are working with those individuals. There's no blanketed statement. Just as your type of cancer requires different kinds of treatment, we don't stop it because you turned 11 with chemotherapy, for example. So applied behavior analysis could look at providing incentives for desired behavior. Um, it could look at giving you alternatives for behaviors that you may not have in your repertoire. So an individual who is aggressive likely is trying to communicate something. So we would do an assessment of the environment and then teach them how to communicate. Um, ABA has also been applied how to... How would you do that? How would I do that? How do you do it? How would I do that? Um, well, I've never been asked to explain it that quickly. I have I'm lots of videos. It's totally new. How would it look like? So some services are provided in a center and some are provided in home. Um, in an ideal situation, it would be provided in conjunction with existing services that support that child. So in other states, there's a collaboration with the Department of Education. In Hawaii, that hasn't been our reality just yet. 
So, um, for example, I go into a child's home nine hours a week. He should receive more intensive services, but because of the restrictions of funding, that is what he's able to access. Um, some of our therapy looks like play, um, but most certainly is, is not on the end of the instructor. So we take lots of data. Everything is graphed. It's visually displayed. It's very systematically analyzed. We break down a skill, something that you might think like toothbrushing is probably five skills. To some of our clients, that is 50 steps. And we break it down to teach them. We teach them to toilet themselves. To be, they're going to be in situations where some of them will be receiving care their entire lives. And that puts them at a very vulnerable place to be able to advocate or say if there's misuse or mistreatment. So the earlier we can get these services, the better. But as soon as you can access them, you will begin to make progress. Okay, now I understand what you say, brushing your teeth going into the toilet. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> but you mentioned that this could be a lifetime phenomenon. Uh, some of us at a certain age just think we're going to live forever, and then suddenly we don't. What happens to the kids? Well, that's a big problem. I'm 70, and this young man is 26. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I think what some of us do is to provide for uh, special needs trusts uh, to set money aside in the hopes that um, the child might continue living in the, uh, in the family home with, with other people who step forward to, to care for them. That's very expensive, and most people can't afford it. Um, years ago, we had uh, places like Willowbrook in New York City, which uh, Senator Kennedy described as a rat hole, and that the U.S. Senate called subhuman. Those days, I think, are permanently over. We can't take care of people in a warehouse setting. It's going to be very expensive to take care of. So there are not group homes. That group homes that don't exist to any extent in Hawaii today. That is certainly one possibility. The ARC has certain homes. Uh, other uh, other other organizations do. Um, but um, there are a lot of aspects of autism. And uh, to follow up uh, your, your your earlier question, Representative Ward, I think one of the uh, Nobody knows what causes it. It seems to be a failure of the brain to uh, brain cells to communicate with one another. Uh, we all learned in biology that there are synapses on brain cells. Those are the, the uh, you know the extenders that messages from one part of the brain are transmitted to another part of the brain through those cells. For some reason, those communications don't take place with somebody with autism. They're as intelligent as you saw this afternoon. People with autism are very intelligent, particularly when they're has to do with international figures, <laughs> international politics, um, but uh, and 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 the frustration that that results from being unable to communicate in any way uh, can can be uh, something that changes your life. Um, people with autism are going to live as long as uh, as anybody. So the 41 states that have these, do they have the post-family survival strategies? What? I think the need for adult services is a national uh, issue. I think that that's not something that Hawaii is ahead of the game on. Well, yeah, I think so. In, in definitely, when you look at the 41 other states, so there are states who have gone as far as to have no age or dollar cap. And in that, I, I can mention Massachusetts specifically, although I know there are others. And in that state, when you look at the actual amounts of who's utilizing the service and the amounts of savings, I mean, I think that's where it's really powerful to see when you don't put those caps, who who uses them, and, and where does that get you? And it's it's gotten people really far, um, and we see the progress, and we're really encouraged by it, um, but I'm devastated when I have a family call me and say, what are my options, and I say to contact your legislators. Thank you. You have done that very well today. Thank, Thank you, you very much. For more information, please visit www.behaviorbabe.com, particularly the ABA and advocacy pages. Mahalo.